Welcome to Dietitian Boss. I'm Libby Rothschild, your host and fellow registered dietitian nutritionist. I serve as a business coach to my colleagues, registered dietitian nutritionists all around the world. I help you get leads and turn prospective clients into paying customers using online marketing and social media strategies that work. Thank you so much for joining today's episode. Hello and welcome. I'm here tonight with Ryan Kipping. She's a clinically trained registered dietitian nutritionist and certified lactation educator. Ryan is the founder of The Prenatal Nutritionist, a virtual nutrition private practice, which focuses on preparing women for pregnancy and mastering nutrition during and after pregnancy. Ryan helps women feel confident in their ability to properly nourish a growing baby through a real food approach. Aside from one-on-one nutrition counseling, Ryan is a nutrition writer, menu developer, and recipe creator. You can find her most often on her popular Instagram account at prenatalnutritionist or at theprenatalnutritionist.com. Welcome to today's episode. I'm so happy to have you on, Ryan. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's, it's such a pleasure. I've really enjoyed watching you grow and I absolutely love your niche and I, I can't wait to share your story with, with the audience. Yes, me too. So can you start off by telling us a little bit about your journey on social media and the burning question, which is how you came to niching down to such a specific topic uh, with prenatal nutrition? Yeah, so... I guess my journey on social media started around a year ago. So initially I was just like, I want to start a nutrition Instagram. (laughs) Like, you know, that was the big broad goal. And so I just kind of changed actually my personal Instagram that I had going to like a nutrition Instagram. And I was just posting random things about food and recipes. And, you know, I had no niche. I was just kind of throwing stuff out there. Um, so I did that for like only a couple of months until I think I found you. And I don't know how exactly how we connected. I think I maybe messaged you. I'm not sure. I was trying to think back and I was like, hmm, I don't remember exactly, but I'm, whatever it was, I'm so happy I found you because I did it. I did find you pretty quickly. Thank goodness. Um, and I remember you were like, let's get on a phone call. And I was like, okay, like perfect. Um, and you really talked to me about this whole idea of, you know, niching down. And I was like, this girl really knows what she's talking about. You know, I was just like, she's one step ahead of me for sure. Um, and that's when I think we had our call, um, together. I mean, it was within a couple months. I was trying to go back and like, look at my Instagram and look at my emails from you. Cause I was like, I really want to nail this like time frame down. Um, So anyways, when I started just posting nutrition stuff, that was maybe like February or March of 2018. Um, And then I was looking at my calendar. We had our call in like June. um, And that's when you were like, you really need to pick a niche. And honestly, at that, when you said it, it kind of really all clicked for me really quickly. Um, And the niche came relatively easily for me. Um, just because I was working at WIC already. And so I already had a population that I was really passionate about. Um, and I, I remember telling you this and you were like, Oh, that's perfect. Like, I love that niche. Like there's not a whole lot of people out there even doing that yet. Um, so I immediately had like so much clarity 
Um, and I know it's not that way for everyone. I know people, you know, from hearing people on your podcast before too, and especially just watching your stories about, you know, just asking people more questions about like, okay, how can you niche this down even further? Um, I didn't really have that struggle, which I guess is a good thing because I, I was so passionate about a population already that I was like, oh, perfect. This is going to be easy. Um, and I say easy, very lightheartedly because <laughs> Instagram is learning. Instagram is not easy at all. Um, it, it definitely takes a lot of learning. And when, even when I first found you, I was plugging into so many other social media experts also that weren't even in the wellness field. Um, I was listening to every podcast out there about Instagram. I was taking every free course I could sign up for. I was doing webinars, like everything I could to learn social media because I just knew that was the route I needed to take. Um, so I guess that's my journey. I have since come a long, long way. I think at that point I had like 550 followers maybe. Um, and a little, I guess a little less than a year technically since I started that niche in like June. Um, I hit 10,000 followers in April. Um, so yeah, it's been awesome. And you were kind of like the catalyst to everything. So thank you. <laughs> well, I'm happy. Well, thank you for the kind words. Of so course. you are, you are amazing. And, uh, I absolutely love the work that you've done. So everyone listening, make sure to follow prenatal nutritionist and check out what Ryan's doing and send her a DM and communicate and engage with her feed. So I love that you were able to apply what you're passionate about working in women's health at WIC and turn that into your business. And I want to hear a little bit more about what you've gotten from Instagram and we'll talk more about that. And I love how you're reflecting and saying that you, you studied your craft, you learned, you knew it was important, you invested your energy and time into it. And because of that, you've been able to grow a following. I, I just want to talk a little bit more about, you know, you were very honest saying that it does take practice, but let's talk a little bit more uh, in addition to the followers. What else have you gotten from Instagram? Have you gotten clients visibility? Like what has it done for you knowing that it sounds like you were an early adopter and you said I know this is a good idea but can you explain to people who don't exactly understand the connection between why it's so important yeah that's a great point Instagram has done everything for me in my business <laughs> um, just to put it bluntly um, I probably get like 90% of my clients from Instagram um, you know, since starting Instagram, I've worked on things like SEO on my website and such. And that has gotten me a few clients from Google searching. Um, but for the most part, everyone comes from Instagram. Everyone, basically it starts with a DM. They DM me about, you know, have questions. And I say, Hey, let's hop on a call. Um, and that's how I get clients. And then not only that, I know we're going to talk a little bit about this, but I was able to get a book deal um, from a publishing company, just finding me on Instagram because I was so niche down that honestly, I can't say this for sure, but I feel like it was pretty easy for them to, to seek me out, um, because my Instagram handle was so specific. Um, and it was crazy because I was listening to your podcast and I don't know who it was. I cannot remember her name, but she was sharing how she got a book deal from Instagram. And then the next week, I'm not kidding you. The next week I had an email in my inbox that was a publishing company reaching out to me, wanting me to be an author of this book idea that they had. 
And I was like, this is so crazy. I think that was when I had messaged you because I was like, I just listened to this podcast and then this is happening to me. Um, and that was only when I had like 6,000 followers. So, you know, it is, if you can see really, really good things from niching down early, even when you don't have a big following. I love that. That was Nicole Halsey, um, who also got a book deal. And I, I love that you also got one right after. And I think it's incredible that you're saying, and it's true, you don't necessarily, although it's great to be able to grow an audience and that's important, what you're saying, even if you have a, what is considered a smaller audience, you can still find ways to increase visibility. And that's an incredible accomplishment. And I absolutely love that you saw the power of social media, you invested your time and energy, and you've already gotten so much amazing, so many amazing opportunities, and it's only the beginning. I mean, exactly. you've only been on for, for a year, you said, is that right? Yeah, yep, about a year now, a little over now, because I'm thinking like my year started in June 2018, so pretty much a year. Ah, that's amazing. Can you tell us a little bit about the story with this cookbook? What does it mean? Um, I know you said how you got the deal. You got an email in your inbox, which is everyone's dream. But just for those of you listening, Ryan puts a lot of hard work and energy into her feed, into creating an experience and an engaging experience for the women that she attracts. So just remember that, you know, you get, a, you can get an email in your inbox. It makes sense when you're putting in the work and Ryan puts in the consistent work to be clear with her niche. Yeah. And I love that word consistency because I feel like that's so relevant to not only this, but everything in my life. <laughs> like if you can just be consistent with things, you'll see so much um, progress and success. And when I initially started, I just want to point this out because when I initially started my Instagram, even niching down, I was still working a full-time job. So I was really only able to put out two posts a week and you know, that is, that's not a lot, you know, two posts a week is really small. And I just remember working with you and talking to you about, about using those, really utilizing those two posts a week and being super specific in your messaging, super specific in your targeting. Um, and then once eventually I was able to go part-time in my job, I was like, okay, now I can post three times, three to four times a week. Um, so I just kept consistent with that. And I really saw growth from that standpoint. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to give that a little side note on that. Consistency is huge with Instagram. I love that. And I agree. Yeah. 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 And so back to the book deal. So yes, mm -hmm. I had a email in my inbox, which was super exciting. Um, I didn't really even know what to do with it. You know, I was like, is this real? Like, you know, it, it sounds kind of scammy to begin with, but then, you know, you get on the phone with real people and you're like, okay, this is real. Uh, and then I was able to talk to other dietitians who had worked with this publishing company. So then I felt even more confident about it. And the crazy part is the book that they initially reached out for me to do, I, I, that's not the book that I ended up writing. Um, they found another author a previous author that they had worked with. Uh, so we were already like in the process of like signing me on to write this book. And then they were like, Hey, uh, just kidding. <laughs> Pretty much one of our other authors that we worked with previously has said she wants to do this book. And I'm like, okay, you know, no big deal. Uh, they, they still were like, we really love you. you. You know, your writing's really great. We would love to work with you. And then it's just so happened that literally maybe like two weeks, a month later, another pregnancy book 
came up. Um, and so it just, everything kind of fell into place and just clicked um, from there. That's incredible. I yeah, love that story. So then what's the journey with that? When is that coming out? What's the next steps? Yeah, so there had been so much conversation back and forth with them. They had reached out to me like, I think, I want to say it was like October or November of 2018. Um, and the book is going to come out in October of this year. Mm -hmm. um, but the whole writing process is really quick. You know, the way the, this publishing company works, and I'm not sure if it's the same company that Nicole had worked with also, but it's a very quick process. So I did basically all the writing in, was it seven weeks, seven or eight weeks. So it's very, very, very quick in a short time frame. Um, and that's the whole thing with this publishing company is that's kind of how they work. And so I understand it's not going to be a fit for everyone. And they were really good in that sense. Cause they were like, we know that this is going to take, a decent amount of time from you because it's such a short period. Um, and luckily at that point, I'm trying to think when I had quit my job. Um, it was right around that time frame when I was going to start writing the book. So it actually ended up being perfect timing because I don't know if I would have been able to write the book, you know, work a job plus see clients. It was just a lot snowballing all at one time. Um, but anyways, I'm super excited about it. They um, allowed me to really put my perspective on it. You know, they had the whole outline, but I was really able to put my words on it and do all of the writing, all of the recipe creation, use all my own resources and sources and citations and everything like that. So I am so excited for October when it comes out and I can share it with the world. <laughs> Yeah, and, and me too. I actually have a copy of Nicole's in my kitchen, so I, I can't wait oh, to have awesome. a, copy of, a copy of yours too. That's incredible, Ryan. Congratulations for all of your success and so much more. Um, Thank you. Yeah, really, really um, incredible opportunity. And I love that things just fall into place for you. So you're saying, you know, you were able to post more when you stepped down to part-time and then it so happened to work out for you with timing where you had the the window to write for the cookbook as you were transitioning from full, from part-time to it looks like quitting your job. So yes. that's incredible. Um, wonderful. If you could talk a little bit about meal plans, I know you offer them. And do you have any tips for dietitians who want to sell meal plans in their business? Yeah, that's a great, great question. Cause I feel like that's kind of like a hot topic with dietitians in general. It's like, should I offer them? Should I not offer them? Yep. Um, so I offer them in two ways. I offer them with my one-on-one -on -one clients and I actually use a meal planning program for that. So I, I'm sure some dietitians out there are familiar with the program eat love so I use that program for my one-on-one -on -one clients and they have access to that meal planning program, meal plans, you know, customized by me for the whole duration of the program that they're working with me. So that's one sense of my meal plans. And then the other sense is the product that I just released, which is meal plans totally created by me. Um, so it comes, it's these trimester guides. So if anyone's following me out there, they probably know I've been talking about it so much on my Instagram. Um, it's a trimester nutrition guide that comes with a 30 day meal plan. Um, so the reason I did this was because I had so much interest in it. I had DMs 
you know, every day asking me about meal plans. Uh, so I was like, okay, you know, the, the audience is demanding this. Obviously this is something they want and they will benefit from. So at that point I really started surveying my audience and really, really finding out exactly what they wanted. And from there, that's kind of how I created this product that I've been in the midst of releasing right now. Incredible. Do you have any tips for dietitians? I know you did. I agree with you. It is a hot topic among dietitians. Do you have any tips for them when it comes to if they're considering offering that, whether it be technical or strategy or motivation tips? Yeah, I think in general, dietitians aren't huge fans of meal plans and I'm not either. Um, it works both ways in my opinion. So I really think you have to figure out what your audience specifically wants because not, I don't think everyone's audience would love them as much as some other people's audiences. Um, and I have actually have both style of clients. Like I have clients that really, really love, you know, the meal planning program. And then I have clients that are like, Hey, listen, like I travel a lot. I have all these other circumstances. It's just not ideal for me to follow something like that. Yeah. So I think, you know, when it's something in that realm, then looking at it like, okay, I'm still going to provide you with the tools necessary when you're not following the meal plan. Um, but you're still going to have access to this meal planning tool. I don't know if that's helpful, but I'm trying to look at it from what the most common questions and concerns that I get from my clients when it comes to meal plans. Yeah. And what I'm getting out of this, the main thing that I love is you listen to your audience and they yep, told you exactly. they want it. You paid attention to the trends, which is what I believe you, everybody should do is what does your audience want? And then you deliver it. So Ryan built her audience, she listened, she delivered, and that's what gets her when you're listening to her story and you're like, oh, maybe from the outside, you're thinking, how do things fall into place with Ryan? And I just want to make sure that you're picking up on everything she's saying. She's paying attention to what her audience wants and then she's delivering. And that's how I would say that's how she's able to continue with her success. That's really smart. You're not ignoring what they're asking you to do um, and that's helping you monetize and add value to them. Of course, not everybody wants that, but if it's popular and you offer it, it, it can really help um, with income and impact. Yes, you nailed it. Do you have any advice for dietitians who are in, whether, you're, whether it's your niche or a life cycle niche, maybe it's similar, it could be postnatal, maybe even peds or anything related to the prenatal life cycle niche? Yeah, so I think when I first got into this niche, I knew that pregnancy and babies and postpartum was like a really emotional and pivotal point in a woman's life of change. Um, but I didn't really get how it was affecting so many women until I really started this niche and really got to working with clients one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and it's a very, it's a, an emotional topic and people, it's a topic people feel very strongly about. So I think one piece of advice I would have is that stay true to your message because it's so easy to look at other dietitians out there and other, not even dietitians, but other wellness professionals and kind of see what they're doing and then kind of second guess yourself and your thoughts about, you know, your philosophy and 
it's even easier to do, I feel like, in the life cycle niche. So I think that's a really big thing. Just stay true to your message and really go back to your why, why you're doing it in the first place. What's your mission? What was your goal in the beginning? If it's to have women have a healthier pregnancy, then you're doing the right thing. You know, if you are putting content out that is accomplishing that goal, then don't worry about what everybody else is doing. I love that. Wonderful, great piece of advice from Mindset. Who, what's next for you? What, what can we expect to see in the next, in the near or maybe a longer term future with your business? Yes. So I have a lot of exciting things. I'm someone who has always like a million ideas turning in my head. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for the end of this year and also for 2020 because I have some big goals set for myself. Um, by the end of this year, I definitely want to have my three tier framework of products and services out. Um, so what basically what that means have three different touch points. So have my highest one-on-one touch point with clients where it is a very, um, one-to-one basis, me and a client have my second product out, which is more so, I know you talk a lot about online courses. So more so like an online course with maybe just one coaching session with me, um, or something like this. And then my third touch point, which would be the meal plans that I have coming out right now, which would be um, essentially the most passive income product that I would have out there. And then for 2020, I was really excited to share this because I know you have so many dietitians um, following you. And I have recently, I would say probably within the last three months, have gotten so many DMs from RDs to be and even new RDs that are just interested in this field. And the messages are overwhelming like they're exciting because everybody wants to learn more and well they want to know how did i do this and where can they learn more um so my goal for 2020 is to come out with something that's useful for that audience that's amazing yeah look at you yeah that's so incredible and so you're already giving back to the field to help are you thinking like a course on kintanet or just a course for dietitians on the prenatal niche is that what you mean Um, I'm thinking more so something like a membership type site where I, you know, post new research on topics in, you know, prenatal nutrition, really the whole niche from preconception to postnatal. Um, It's so in the early works, (laughs) but this is my, this is my idea, um, which I'm really excited about. And I really want to make it to where, you know, it is suitable for RDs and new RDs, but also for consumers that are more want to see the research and want to see the science and want to know the why behind things. So I'm um, wanting to make it kind of suitable for both audiences. I know that gets a bit tricky, but we'll see. Well, that sounds like an incredible project. And I love that you are constantly thinking ahead and thinking big and executing and doing big things. Total inspiration for all of, uh, all of you listening. Is there any, anything else you wanted to leave us with today or anything else you wanted to chat about as we wrap up? No, I just want to say that you're awesome. Um, every time I come across somebody's Instagram account, I know immediately they're working with Libby every time. Um, so I just <laughs> want to say you're doing great things and it's just awesome for the dietitian community in general to see so many qualified dietitians taking over Instagram. I just love it. 
Well, thank you so much for the kind words, and I feel the same about you. I love seeing your content being featured by big accounts, and I love seeing you grow and be such a resource in the space. And so thank you for the kind words, and it's, you know, felt right back towards you. And for those of you listening, make sure to give Ryan a hello, follow her on social, join her community. She's at Prenatal Nutritionist, and make sure to check out her book, too, and all her resources coming up in 2020. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining today's episode. If you'd love to learn more about how to get leads online and turn prospective customers into clients, apply for my coaching. I still have a wait list. Go ahead and visit LibbyRothschild.com. That's www.LibbyRothschild.com. Go under signature service and apply for my wait list.